वी आर डूइंग उद्धव गीता वर्स ट्वेंटी नाइन ऑनवर्ड्स दिस इज द लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्णा उद्धव ट्वेंटी नाइन वाइल पीपल आर बींग स्कॉश बाय द फॉरेस्ट फायर ऑफ लस्ट एंड ग्रीड यू आर नॉट हीटेड बाय द फायर बींग फ्री फ्रॉम द इन्फ्लुएंस लाइक एन एलिफेंट इन द मिड्स्ट ऑफ गंगा वाटर नाउ दिस सेंटेंस is addressed to uddhava now it is a extremely important sentence where uddhav gita is concerned for doing anything in this world the most important thing is you need to be rid of two things which is lust and greed lust and greed arises in human beings because they are not dispassionate and they are not detached so when a person is passionate about things and when a person is attached to various things in this world this object is not achievable if you are attached to these two things lust and greed it is not achievable you cannot achieve anything now why is he saying these words to uddhava remember uddhava is the one who has been following him all over the place krishna right so he's been following him everywhere at the last minute he wanted advice from krishna so when he was giving krishna advice this important aspect he mentioned he says you are not heated by the fire being free from its influence like an elephant in the midst of ganga water what does it mean it means simply this that uddhava did not have anything to bother his head about he had left everything his kingdom remember they were in kingdom of dwarka now he was a kinsman so he had a grand house and because he was a close friend of krishna naturally his house would have been grander he would have his wife and children and family and relatives and, and krishna was 125 years old when this was happening this last episode is happening when krishna was 125 years old can you imagine uddhava also at that age maybe a little bit younger or maybe older we don't know so uddhava is around his age during the previous yuga you know very well that this thing called life span was over 100 years it was approximately 100 to 500 years so people could live up to 500 years during that time the one before that the treta yuga people could stay for 1000 years or more in this yuga kali yuga it can be 0 to 100 somewhere along the path you are going to die <laughs> so this is a very very common thing so now what is a person supposed to do at 125 you can say he was in his prime 
he was not old he was not doddering can you imagine krishna at 125 years <laughs> you know coughing away and saying oh beta jara ye karke do i'm just imagine he was able to go all over the town and do so many things that means he was hyperactive and if he could recount so many things and do so much and fight wars doesn't it tell you that he was capable of so much that means he was in his prime and krishna's death was destined because of a certain episode but he could have lived for the next 300 years isn't it like i said the lifespan was between 100 to 500 so you can say krishna was in his 40s or 50s you know that age you can take <laughs> so that also tells you that uddhava would be that age somewhere which means they were both in their prime now when a person is at that age he is not willing to die he is not willing to do anything on the contrary he is engrossed in his material worldly life his job his wife children family you name it everything money power fortune fame you name it everything he is interested in now if a person is interested in all these things the difficulty arises of detachment and dispassion detachment is a key word see detachment meaning you have to detach from people things around you i love my house you know people build houses fans they spend lakhs or crores of rupees making that house a beautiful place and they want luxury so they buy beautiful cars and stuff like that and paintings and what not they stuff their houses they stuff their tijoris that means the safes full of money and gold and jewelry and at every like right now right now there's a big function festival called varmahalakshmi coming up varmahalakshmi is a festival where every woman will go and ask for money wealth and so <laughs> think about it i want you to think about it wealth husband money this that where are they going to take it where is a person going to take this and go you know the happiness is only for the first 3 months max 3 months not more than that the enjoyment which a person is supposed to have lustily is a, a fraction of a, you know their life for which a person wants to get into this kind of a arrangement i think the best option would be like what the america i should not say americans but most of the people worldwide do europeans americans you know and india also which has started maybe a living kind of relationship i'm not recommending a living okay i'm just making fun i'm just making a joke out of it relationships are like that they won't last beyond 3 months not a single relationship can last beyond 3 months 
then what is this that a craving is you know i want a husband i want a wife i want children i want this i want that and then what do you do after that you keep on craving more 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 and more i had gone on a journey he is so poor so poor that he cannot even afford a meal in his house there wasn't even a toilet so the tatas foundation you know jrd tata and ratan tata foundation they made some 80 toilets in that village he is a weaver and this person as a weaver may hardly be earning about 5000 or 6000 in the entire month so when i was looking out for his family there were two sons and there were i think two or three daughters no two daughters i saw one was a very smart girl of 20 years but she looked like 14 malnourished then i saw another daughter of his you know lustiness what exactly was he thinking when he cannot eat his food you know you cannot even feed one person why are you creating such a huge family this is one thing people don't understand forget about creating such a huge family normal human beings even if they have one child they are dissatisfied to the core there are constant fights there are constant you know angst going on there is so much of problems in the person's life and the person is so much attached to that person in the last one week or 10 days time relating to my travel the one thing which i said if you have to be in spiritual you have to be dispassionate and you have to be detached detachment means there should be no such attachment with any person or anything in the world but imagine suppose you have a husband or a wife and she falls ill or sick has maybe she contracts a very very dangerous disease has to be taken to the hospital and you have to attend to her for the next 5 10 years of your life what is going to happen to that person the person is going to get embroiled and engrossed in that same problem for the next 5 10 years of his life he is never going to get out of it recently when i was in banaras i visited a ghat from the river side of course and that ghat is called harishchandra ghat how many people of you have heard the story of harishchandra taram had to give away his kingdom and after giving away his kingdom everything he had to give up and he was working as a dome under a dome actually an assistant to the dome dome is a person who is in the graveyard in this you know burning ghats you know 
crematorium. There is a head person over there who supplies all the wood and other things, isn't it? He supplies literally the wood and all the matka, the water, these are so many things. But first you got to pay money for them. So it so happens in Harish Chandra's story, his son is dead. And his wife, she doesn't know her husband is over here because he has left his kingdom and he is assistant to this dome. And he was providing wood. So when his wife comes over there and she says, my child is dead, I want to, you know, cremate him as a dome. It's his own son, remember. And it's his own wife who is asking this question. And remember, he was the king. And he is asking for money. Now people may say, what a heartless human being he is. The end of the story is so beautiful that the dome himself is the Lord himself. And he was testing Harish Chandra for his devotion. And if he would have said, okay, okay, he's my son, all right, fine, I will give you some free, free wood and we will burn him and I will cry also for my son. He doesn't cry. He doesn't feel sorry for his wife who doesn't have even a penny. This is called detachment, the highest form of detachment. You see, when a duty has to be done, duty means what? Duty means suppose you are an actor. There is an actor here. You are performing an action over there of acting. Alright? And in that scene, you are supposed to cry. But you keep on laughing. Are you allowed to do that? No. If you are supposed to laugh, but there is a tragedy happened in your own household. Somebody is dead. Can you laugh? No. At that time you may be crying. And on that camera you cannot be seen crying because you are doing an action. So when you are performing an action, the action has to be perfect. Absolutely perfect to the T as required by your Swadharma. Your Swadharma as an actor, you have to perform whether somebody is dead, whether somebody is alive or whatever is happening in this world, you got to perform that action perfectly. I am a spiritual teacher. Do you think I can be attached to things and people around me? I cannot be. I have to be like Harish Chandra. I am performing an action of giving the logs of wood for burning. I would say, you know, it's okay, you are my family, you are my relative, you are my friend, you are my... I can't perform that way. I have to have equanimity with everybody. So, equanimity is to be maintained. And detachment is an extremely important word. My father, my mother, my husband, my wife, no such thing has to be tolerated. No such thing can be allowed. If you want to become spiritually perfect, you have to be detached from everything in this world. 
Detachment doesn't mean, you know, to the hell with you. No, you cannot say these words. You have to be detached in a manner that you are a perfect match for your Swadharma. Swadharma means, like I told you, that job which you have come in this world for. You have to perform perfectly. So, Harishchandra was a dome. His job is to sell wood and the space for burning, cremation. And he was doing his job. You are in spiritual, all of you all. You have to be detached. You cannot have husband, wife, children, this, that, so many things. I am not saying that you have to hate these people. I am saying that when you are performing your duty, you have to perform to the T, perfectly. But without attachment. Understood? You cannot say these words. That I have a husband, I have a wife, I have to take care of them, I have to take care of that. For which I cannot come, I cannot do this, I cannot do that. It's like when I am seeing you people over here joining the satsang. I am happy to see you are taking out time for that. But if you tell me, okay, okay, can you do one thing? Can you just delay the satsang for 10 minutes because I have not brushed my teeth? Is that a done thing? Understand something. Your guru is giving you a satsang. You better be there in time. And don't dictate terms to him. And don't say, you know, the emotional aspect of it comes so strong that when people say to me, oh, I am this... I am that, I am like this, I am your devotee. Doesn't make a difference. Where is your detachment? Where is your dispassion? That is the question I will ask. And this is the question that is being asked by Krishna to Uddhava. He says, you are free from it. Uddhava is not carrying his wife or his children with him. Neither is he carrying his kingdom. And he is not telling uh, Krishna, okay, now that you are dying, you know, can you pass on some amount of your property to me? Any of those words. On the contrary, he is saying, can you give me the teachings? Tell me what exactly I have to do. So, Krishna is addressing him and saying, it's a wonderful thing that you have done. You have got out of this lust and greed. You know, it is like this. Lust translates into one last time. Somebody asked me, you know, can I have one last, you know, this kulfi or this or that. Can I have that one last of it? So that I don't have to go back to that again. Okay. So what do you mean? One last means as if you are going to be dying on the electric chair or getting hanged or something like that. That you are saying one last time I want to have a this... There is no one last time. If you give up, you give up. If you don't give up, you don't give up. Okay? If you have decided in your life that you are going to say give up on certain things, the world is going to tell you, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. What are you talking about? Give it up. There is no such thing as today is the last day, tomorrow. There is no muhurtam in your life. 
Don't try to find Mohartam where, you know, okay, I'm going to have the last, you know, journey. Oh, sorry, boss. I'm going to eat the last of this meal. No, there is no last of this meal. If you have to give up on something, give it up. Finish. And there is no thinking about it. Because I was like this, I gave up on this. No, no, no. Don't You don't think, don't please even come to me saying that, you know, Guruji, I have given up on this. Because I want it to be in spiritual. You know what? One thing I will tell you. If you are thinking about it. That means you are still attached. You got what I am saying? If you are thinking about a subject. Whether it is lust, greed or whatever. Of any object or thing or person or whatever. And you are telling me at the last time. you know, Oh I have given up on this. You have not given up. Because you are still thinking about it. Some people perform some actions and later on they come and tell me, you know, I did this for you, I did that for you. Even tell me. You think I don't know? I, I just want you to think about it. Do you think I don't know? I know. But I am not interested in knowing from you that you have done some great sacrifice in this world. You have become detached by giving up some things. It doesn't matter to me. On the contrary, if you say that you have given up on certain things, I will deliberately put that thing in front of you, not once, ten times. Alright? I will deliberately put that thing in front of you ten times. And then you will come and ask me, uh, but you know I wanted to give up on these things. And I will, I will say to you very simply, it's okay, it's alright. Don't go on what I say when I... It is a deliberate way of my talking. Don't fall for it. If you have decided on certain things, you keep your word. And don't come back to me making concessions about it. Because when you make concession, one last drink, you know, I just want to have that. It's okay. By giving up, make a difference. This is the way I will talk. And you will be under the impression that Guruji is allowing me to have all these 10 bottles. Testing you. Whether can you stand for whatever that you have said? I hope you understand what I am talking about. <laughs> it's a way of talking. Alright? And it's a way of testing. Don't come back and say, I have done this or I have given up on this. Because it doesn't make any sense. So, the moment you say you have given up on something, I will put it in front of you and then I will say, have it. Your Guruji is giving you. Now your dilemma is started. <laughs> Isn't it? So you will say, Guruji has given, so should I? No, it is the other way around. You have come with that object. You see the whole point of it? You have come with that object. Yeah, Guruji, I have got one nice bottle, you know. I don't know, some uh, something. And can I have this one? Somebody gave it to me. I will say to you, okay, okay, please have the whole bottle you can have. Remember, Buddha. When he was leaving his house, he saw his wife was sleeping on the bed. You think he woke her up and said, My, I am going to go away. I am going to become a Buddha in life. And I want to become enlightened. That is why I am doing this. His son was there. Did he go and, oh, One last time I want to see my son. You are not supposed to do that. There is one, no one last time. You just have to walk out. 
you have to be good to the job that you are doing you understand what i'm saying the job that you are doing you have to be absolutely dedicated to what you are doing suppose your swadharma is of a particular kind you better do that if you think your swadharma is to serve mankind okay no 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 this one last time you know going by this you know people when they do this kind of a thing what do they do somebody says i want to help the mankind kind means even the last penny has to go somewhere but the person will travel by first class in a flight maybe he will take his own jet go to the that particular place maybe he has to go to africa somewhere in there these things happen but uganda so when he gets off at that airport he is received by dignitaries and then he goes in a limousine to see the poor children in a village with nice makeup and camera and crew and everything and then he says i have given billion dollars for these villages you know over here to give water tanks you think that is called detachment actually on the contrary that is called attachment by giving 1 billion dollars you have taken 2 billion dollars worth of publicity no if you are doing service to mankind you better be doing service to mankind alone so i hope you have understood these two words detachment and dispassion dispassion means you don't have to one last time one last time there is no one last time so lust and greed has to be given up again i will reiterate lust and greed giving up does not mean that you are not supposed to perform at a very low level you are to perform at the highest level what would a person do if that person is a cobbler or a blacksmith or an actor or just a house servant you know washing dishes and all that maybe you know while washing dishes my husband died you know that is why i am the dishes oh so an actor can say these words you understand a cobbler cannot say today i cannot stitch you know the reason why my wife died if there is a customer who has come to get you be there and perform the job perfectly no attachment of any kind all right so this is what it means so we have just finished with the verse do uddhav gita chapter 2 verse 30 o brahmin do tell us who asks you how you derive bliss in yourself alone untouched by sense objects this question was addressed by yadu the forefather of krishna remember forget it the forefather of krishna to datatray avdhuta don't forget this this link talking about what is he doing uddhava has asked a question krishna is answering uddhava and krishna is reminiscing on his forefather ayadu who had met the tatra 
on his travel Dathatraya always travels please remember this he does more than a day anywhere another example is Sukhdev isn't it Sukhdev is another example he doesn't stay at one place for even a day these are called Avdhutas Avdhutas just keep on traveling they don't have a house they don't have clothes they don't have anything they are just free to the world so Yadu is asking Dathatraya this important question and the question is O Brahmin do tell us See, we are asking you a question. How you derive bliss in the self alone, untouched by sense objects and living a solitary life? Do you see this is a very important question? I was going to Triveni Sangam this time on the river. So when I was going on the Triveni Sangam, there was one Panditji sitting with me. And I was asking him some questions. I said, can you please tell me this, who I am? And then I said, I will give you a satsang on this. So that one hour that we spent going up and down that you know, <laughs> river, I gave this person a satsang of maybe 10 of remember how much time. And the gist of it is this, that I told him, you have told me that I am telling on the boat. The Panditji on the boat said to me that you see sometimes he earns 500 rupees, some thousand rupees, sometimes 5000 rupees, sometimes 10,000 or 12,000 rupees. He says the maximum that I have earned in a day is 12,000 when there is this big festivals and all some rich people come it's shut down. It's alright let it be this is still on. So do you get what I am saying? This man said that he was earning 500 sometimes and sometimes up to 12,000. Then I asked him how many trips does he take in a day? So suppose if he has earned 500 once with one person, does he go for another trip and say I want to earn 1,000? Does he go for another trip and does he say that I want to earn say another 1,000 or 2,000 or 3,000 and does he keep on adding the money? Do you think he is like an Uber driver or something like that? You understand? He keep on taking fares after fares after fares after fares after fares. Simple. He said, no. I do only one. And if I earn 500 rupees in that trip, that is it. Someday I may earn 5000 in a trip. That is it. So I told him, you are doing your performance of your Swadharma to the T. When you say that you do only one trip and in that trip if you don't get also or if you get 500 rupees you are satisfied. So when I offer you know what this man said? Thank you. This person asked me this question. You see man needs money to food and to supply it to his family. What do you do? To him. Many years ago, I have given up on earning anything. And if I get something also, I distribute it to any money. I don't need any clothes. I don't need a place. I can just walk out like an avduta, taking care of them. I said, no, I am nobody. Always remember this one thing. There is a finer authority somewhere up there, which we call as God. You know, he is called Father in heaven. He's called Allah. 
he is called krishna we call him by whatever name you may be a hindu muslim catholic whatever does not matter you call him by some name he takes care of the smallest of the things on planet earth you have seen those small creatures which are living in the sand in the desert they are also being taken care of in desert there is no water there is nothing there and yet those creatures are in the south pole you know we have a south pole this our <laughs> world as a south pole you know that you know there are very very tiny creatures they look like shrimps you know shrimp colmi they look like that they are living in that temperatures which is minus i don't know how many degrees and there are billions and trillions of these creatures and they live for hundreds and thousands of years these tiny creatures k r i l l krill they are called they have got the highest protein content in this world so if you were going and fishing for these krills you no know, you can extract protein from them and you can live your life forever over there well so there are things in this world which can stay for thousands of years also who is taking care of them care of everybody so why are you bothered so much about it where is my food going to come from tomorrow where is my family going to get taken care of you have lived your life for so many years now do you think you are responsible for your own earning or your living your own death is not in your hands neither is your birth neither is your day to day things whether you are going into the gutters or whether you are <laughs> becoming a billionaire or a trillionaire or whatever is not in your hands your job is to perform your swa dharma my gurudev is walking the earth he is an avduta he doesn't even carry a pair of clothes he doesn't carry any food with him he just keeps on going and yet he is the happiest person in the world something which we call blissful state ask yourself this question are you blissful are you happy do you have anger do you have angst do you have all those tensions in your life yes yes you are worried about every day you are worried where your money is going to come from even if you donate you will try to donate as much oh i can give so much only but first i have to keep this much for myself so understand one thing that will not give you blissfulness blissfulness is can you give up and yet be happy so he says these words untouched by sense objects and living a solitary life you know how difficult it is to live a solitary life i may live with hundreds of people or just one or two or not even one but i i have no attachments of any kind solitary means you are having no attachments with anybody or anything in this world very difficult to live for a normal human being because he is attached to everything have you seen people will come i need a glass of water i need a glass of water i need a glass of okay go have a glass of water but the amount of hula bulu they will do 
to have that is i'm not feeling well i cannot do this i cannot do this. well you are having too many hang ups why are you having hang ups why are you so much bothered to live like an avduta means to live like a lotus untouched by water whether you earn millions billions or you earn zero should make whether you wear clothes don't wear clothes whether you have fancy clothes or you don't have fancy clothes you have a house or you don't have a house should not make any difference to you remember that do tell us we who ask you how you derive bliss in this self alone how can you be so blissful alone oh datatre wife children my this thing my that thing nothing he has nothing untouched by sense objects no sense objects will nothing can induce him or entice him and say oh this is what i want to do no he won't even you got what i'm saying that is is and living a solitary life and living alone stop here the reason is because the story starts where datatre now starts explaining one by one these are important examples these are his guru datatre's guru how did datatre become blissful living in this world so understand this so tomorrow we will start this episode where krishna is now explaining what dattatre has said to his forefather all right so i will stop over here so i'll see you all tomorrow on the same channel all right so take care bye